From the Daily Northwestern, I'm Erica Schmidt. And I'm Virginia Hunt. This is Season 2, Episode 6 of Digital Diaries, a weekly podcast following the college experience and asking students a question about life at Northwestern. Last week, we talked with Northwestern couples about how their love started along the Lakeville. But we all know college isn't always roses and chocolates for everyone. In honor of the single students on campus, we asked Northwestern students to share some of their worst date experiences. Maybe to make you or anyone else wanting a Valentine feel a little bit better about those rough romantic experiences. Medill freshman Ava Helscher reminisces on a bad date in eighth grade. Just a refresher for people who don't remember middle school relationships. Picture emailing each other because you didn't have a phone yet, sitting next to each other in the lunchroom, and walking to class together. That was Helscher's version of dating her next-door neighbor, but their first official date was later on in the relationship, at a convent a half a mile away from her house. He picked me up from my house, walking, obviously, because when you're in eighth grade, you can't drive. We walked hand in hand over to the convent, because it's actually like really pretty. A convent's a nunnery, so we were like with nuns, but we walked down to like a bench in kind of a secluded area and talked, and we kissed, and it was my first (gasps) kiss. It was not good, like really awkward, but he was very into it. And then they left. But Helsher's story doesn't end there. He dropped me off at my house, and then three hours later, I get an email from him, because remember, like, no phones. It was only emailing. So I get an email from him that is essay-style about (laughs) how he believes in abstinence, and he doesn't... He doesn't think we should go any farther, and he really loves me and values me, but doesn't want to violate himself and, like, wants to wait until marriage to know that it's, like, truly meaningful. And, like, it was a peck. We literally, I was 13. Sex was not on my mind. Like, literally had not crossed my mind. How do you respond to that? I broke up with him. Weinberg sophomore Simon Rostin had a memorable date during his sophomore year of high school. It all started with an Instagram DM from a girl he met at summer speech and debate camp. She Instagram DM'd me and asked me literally word for word to ask her out because her family decided that men had to ask out the woman because they were insanely Christian, which I did not know at the time. So we went to the movie theater and her older sister was there and she sat behind us in the movie theater. And when the girl like leaned in close to me during the movie theater, her sister physically pushed her away. And then after the movie was over, her sister was taking her and said, just so you know, she's not kissing you or having sex until you're married. Wait, was there a second date? Yes, there was. I didn't know anyone. I was going to a new school and she was a person I knew. There was not a third date. Weinberg freshman Ronaldo Taneo was supposed to have a first date with a guy last weekend. We agreed to like get dinner. Last week he texted me and he was like, hi, like, are you free this weekend? And I was like, yeah, like, of course, like, are you free like on Saturday afternoon? And he was like, yeah. So he goes to you, Chicago. And I was like, oh, like, we should get dinner. Like, where should we go? And he wanted to get dinner, like, in an area near U Chicago. And I was like, okay, you can pick the place because, like, I'm not familiar with the area, obviously. And he was like, okay, like, let's just figure out the day of the day. But the day of, Taneo was still unsure about the plan. 
I was late, so I was supposed to get on the train at like 6. I got on the train at like 6.40. I texted him, I was like, oh, sorry, like I'll have to push it back to 9. And then I sent him another text and I was like, oh, so where are we meeting specifically? An hour passed, I was still on the no. train. No response. No way. Luckily, Tanea was staying the night at a friend's dorm, so he had a backup plan. I get to her dorm, no text still. An hour goes by, no text. Two hours go by, no text. My friend is like, oh, let's just go out with my friends, like whatever. And I was like, okay, but like, that's so messed up. I go to sleep. The next morning, I wake up and I'm getting ready and I get a text. And it says, yo, I'm sorry. I fell asleep early last night. I was exhausted. There's no way. But there's no way. I understand if you went to sleep early, but there's no way you were asleep at 7 p.m. Do you have any tips for people to handle this situation or to avoid this situation? If a man is not gonna go above and beyond to have every second of the date plan, don't go. Don't go over there. I should have like made sure that there was a plan in place before I even decided to like take the train to Chicago because it is a long commute there. Sespe Jr. Lucy Joseph didn't even get to the actual date. But the buildup was a story in itself. I was on Hinge and I matched this one guy and he was like pretty ugly and he was also 27. So we were like talking a little bit, but then I was messaging him a lot. He like was texting through his email. So there's like a lot of red flags here. And then I invite him to come over to my house to the party. And he kind of freaked out. He was like, I just like, I think it's too early to do that. Like, I'd love to go to a party with you like when we're further into the relationship. He asked if she wanted to get dinner with him another night instead. The next day I was like, oh, I'm like really busy today. Can we actually like push it to Monday or whatever? Because I was like, oh, I don't really want to do this anymore. So I was trying to figure out a way to like either cancel it or push it back again. Then I got a text from an unknown number and it said, hey, this is Jack. I think I left my wallet at your house at the party on Saturday. Do you have it? Joseph originally thought that this was one of the Jacks from the Northwestern crew team. It was not. In fact, it was the guy from Hinge trying to find out if she was ignoring him. I was like, hey, like, I'm sorry. I just don't think I'm gonna be able to go tonight. That's like all I said. And he was like, oh, okay, how's Jack doing? And I was like, what? And then I blocked him and I blocked the other number too because I was like, oh God, this is terrible. Do you have any advice for people in similar situations? Notice red flags. Don't ignore your gut. Like my gut was telling me, oh girl, you do not want to go on this date. You heard it here first. Watch out for walking red flags. From the Daily Northwestern, I'm Erica Schmidt. And I'm Virginia Hunt. Thanks for listening to another episode of Digital Diaries. This episode was reported and produced by me and Erica Schmidt. The audio editor of The Daily Northwestern is Erica Schmidt. The digital managing editors are Julian Hayner and Olatunji Osho-Williams. And the editor-in-chief is Alex Perry. Make sure to subscribe to The Daily Northwestern's podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud to hear next week's episode on Monday.